Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself no matter your age, so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of 8 Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who have read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Well, hello, this is Dr. Kelly, and we are back again with 8 Minutes to Ageless. And what I plan to do for the next few visits is to go over some of the stretches that we talked about in the book and to explain the why behind them and why they're so useful and then attach a case study or two with each of these so you have an understanding about when you do these stretches, what you're preventing down the road with regard to pain and suffering. So I have created a map of the body in such a way that we've created a motion to essentially stretch every possible coordinate of the body, which the good news is if you do these things every day, then why in the world would you not be able to move all your body parts tomorrow? And there is a great book called Anatomy Chains, and it's written by a fabulous physiotherapist. In fact, he talks about how the body is anatomically categorized by different sides of the body, if you will, and how each of these muscles are contiguous. So for instance, we talk about the anterior chain, all those muscles on the front of the body, and the posterior chain, all the muscles on the back of the body, and the lateral chain, muscles on the sides of the body, and spiral chains, which basically are running obliquely on the body, and several others, in fact. But what's fascinating to think of is that he's done anatomical dissections, where he took the posterior chain, let's say, going from the bottom of the foot to the back of the calf, the Achilles tendon and the gastrocnemius, to the back of the knee, to the back of the hamstring behind the thigh, up to the buttock and all throughout the lumbar spine, the thoracic spine, the cervical spine, all the way up to the very top of the cranium. And he can do this dissection and it's just essentially one piece of tissue contiguous. So what does that mean? It means if you're tight down below at the foot, you can have headache pain, which seems sort of crazy, but I certainly have seen these situations. So each of these muscles that we're stretching really is not one muscle. It's a, it's a whole slew of muscles along that chain of the body. So as we start, we talk about the posterior chain, what I was just describing, where if you trace, touch the bottom of your foot and go on the back of the calf, the back of the knee, the back of your thigh, the back of your back and your mid-back and your neck and your head, you basically are touching the muscles of the posterior chain. So one of the stretches that we begin with is essentially bending over and then coming back up, except I want to underscore that this really isn't a way to bend or lift. Absolutely not. We'll get into that later. This is a way to stretch the back of the body. And with all of the two-bounce protocols, 
we're using the principle of two bounce, meaning the first motion you go into, you find your soft edge, meaning where do you feel like, okay, I feel that. Come back up, and you're breathing throughout this. But on the second bounce, on the second bounce, you will let go and go a teeny bit farther, maybe 10% farther, maybe 20% farther. But the point is, on the exhalation, you're going just a little tiny bit farther, and then you'll come back up. And you're going to essentially repeat all of these things three times. So on the two bounce, as you go forward, you're going to always bend your knees because you don't want to stress your back out. We'll talk again more about that in a little bit. But as you bend forward, you're essentially shooting to touch your toes. But don't get there if you know you can't, meaning go to where you feel like, okay, that's a little bit of a tension there, no problem. And then you come straight back up. And as you exhale, you go down just a little bit farther. And you might be surprised. You might get right below your knees or actually approximating your toes. The point is, it doesn't matter how far you can go. The point is, you're just moving very graciously and organically. And it should feel good. And it should never, ever hurt. There's not a lot of effort in this. It's just a gentle nudging. So let me talk about a case where... I had a gentleman who came in with long-standing back pain. He was in his 60s, and I noticed that he had uh, really short Achilles tendons, meaning when I would lay him on his back and I'd push his toes up towards his knees, it was very limited motion. And it turns out that he was a guy who wore work boots with a really high heel, um, maybe even higher than a cowboy boot. And of course, this is not atypical for women, isn't it, where they'll wear heels a lot. Well, essentially over time, that shortens your calf muscle because you've, you've lifted your calf, your heel up off the ground. So your, your calf muscle says, oh, that's cool. I don't have to be as flexible. Well, when you wear those kinds of shoes day in and day out for years and years and years, you are more prone to having the back of your calf super tight or even the bottom of your foot. And when you have pain in the bottom of your foot, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about here. It's called plantar fasciitis, really uncomfortable. So one of the strategies around fixing these problems is to do this forward two-bounce flexion. So in getting back to this gentleman who had had years and years of back pain. I had told him to start stretching after the first visit I saw him. I did introduce a little bit of manipulation into his low back, but he was so tight that we just did a little bit. It wasn't a lot. But when he came back in about three days later, he was notably better, as was the flexibility in his calf, because he really took to heart the importance of lengthening the posterior chain. So that he was using that two-bounce protocol, bending forward and coming up, and he didn't repeat it just three times. He was repeating it 10, 15 times, which is okay to do for sure as long as you're doing it gently. Point is you don't need to do that much unless you like it and you're excited about your change. But know that if you make too much change too quickly, you will be sore. At least you'll be sore for two days afterwards. And I don't mean horribly sore, but your body will have changed and it will tell you that it has changed. I guess the point there is, please don't panic. That's what's really, really important. So that's a a great example of how stretching that posterior chain influencing one area actually reduces pain in a completely different area. And maybe the reason you decided to go in for treatment for 
your low back in this case, as, as was the case of this gentleman. So that's the first half of this first motion. And the second half is you're going to be doing just exactly the opposite. Now you're going to be stretching the chain of muscles in the front of the body. And again, if you were a little ant crawling along these muscles, you would be going over the top of the foot. You'd be going up the front of the calf. You would be going up the front of the thigh or where our quadriceps live. You would be going in front of the hip flexors, which is basically that area when you sit down where you have that crease. If you stand up, that's where your hip flexors are. You go up to the abdomen and you go all the way up to the front of the neck and ultimately to the scalp. Well, you can imagine that when we are sitting, we're doing a lot to shorten this anterior chain. Essentially, because your hip flexors, those muscles, we call them the psoas and the iliopsoas, they are shortened when you're sitting when and when you stand up, they get lengthened. And some of you may say, oh, I wonder if that's why when I stand up, I feel like I'm 100 years old and I slowly have to move until my body can straighten. Well, that may well be part of the problem. You may also have had developed some other challenges in the back because you've had the problem for so long and so your your joints in your in your back may have gotten stiff as well. But it's absolutely so critical in today's flexion-biased world that we do something to stretch that anterior chain. Some of you can think of not really kosher or very trendy, if you will, to tuck your shirt in tight um, like it was back in the 70s or 80s. But, you know, sometimes you would tuck your shirt in so tight and so hard that it would pull your shoulders forward and you'd have to actually kind of stand erect and, you know, pull that shirt up a little bit so your shoulders can come back. That happens to our bodies as well, particularly when we're in this stuck forward posture with our phones out in front and we're shortening the muscles in front of the neck. We're shortening the muscles in the chest. We're shortening the abdominal muscles. We're shortening the hip flexors. And it's just critical that we do something to reverse this. And I would find this is probably the most abused part of the body of all. So what you do to stretch that that area out is you stand up and you put your hands in your back pockets. Now, this sounds kind of silly to say, but don't lean back as your primary focus, although you will be moving back. What your primary focus will be to push your hips forward. So as you push your hips forward, you'll feel that stretch in the front of your thighs, perhaps, and certainly in the front of your pelvis where you have your hip flexors, or maybe even in your stomach area. Or as you put your head back, you'll feel your neck really, really tight. Well, that's super important that we find that soft bounce and we stand erect, and then we go back again with exhalation and go just a little bit further, and then repeat that whole thing three times. Again, if you have a really horrible back, quote unquote horrible, and you've been maybe told that based on x-ray or something, and you find that leaning back causes, causes a sharp pain in your back, you may have something called stenosis. We'll talk about that later. You have to be gentle with yourself. So just nudge your, your bum forward and don't throw your back into extension. Even my patients with, with stenotic backs and degenerative discs, can tolerate some of this movement and actually freeze them up. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a case study of a patient of mine who had chronic neck pain. And she came actually with x-rays of her neck because she had been in a car accident. And the curve in her neck, instead of there being a nice forward lordosis, again, we're going to talk more about 
neck curves later. Instead of a normal, her neck was straight as an arrow, and she had chronic just stiffness and tightness all the time. And when I asked her to lean back and look up with her head, no go. There's just something that's super uncomfortable for her. So neck stretches have always been irritating uh, to her. It was interesting that doing this stretch, where we were distributing, if you will, the stretch and flexibility of the whole anterior chain of the body, as she was pushing her pelvis forward and stretching her psoas muscle and stretching her abdominals and letting her head go back gently, and then going back for that second balance and coming up, she was repeating this quite a lot. And what happened over time for her it's as if her chest and neck muscles in the front started to loosen up so her head could extend back. Now, necks can be stuck in extension, meaning they can't extend back for lots of reasons. But in her case, it was simply because she had so much stiffness in the front of her neck, the muscles, that she never allowed herself to look up. So this particular stretch helped this gal who'd been experiencing neck pain for many years, actually. And ironically, just the motion of putting back this direction of movement in her body, which should absolutely be doing, got rid of a lot of her neck pain on its own, which is fabulous. So these two stretches is always how I begin my two-bounce protocol, going forward in flexion, stretching the posterior chain, and then going back in extension, stretching that anterior chain. So really, really important that we pay attention to those two things. All right, so good enough for today. And try those out. Again, on the website, I'm going to have the video posted of all the stretches done in a contiguous fashion. So that'll be really easy to check out. So next time, we're going to be going over a few more of these stretches. And we have 12 of them to do overall. Thanks so much. Have a great day. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we are done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website, 8minutestoageless.org, will have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember, one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week.